0: Okay, you ready?
1: Hi, everyone. It's Em and Liv, and we're your meta sidekicks. This is our second podcast of the day, so um, I'm watching my two chinchillas that I'm bonding, and they are now awake, staring at each other, and may or may not projectile pee on each other. <laughs> so if you hear that <laughs> me screaming at them, you know why. Oh, oh! They jumped on each other. We're okay. <laughs> Bun Bun's talking shit. What? Well, what is she saying? She
0: wants Lola to not be on that thing. Tell her to
1: fuck off. Should I move it? Well, Lola's going to maybe jump down onto the ground. Mm, is that why they're peeing on each other? Because that's where they they have their pee fights. As on that thing? Yes. Yeah. Maybe we should take it off. Okay. Will you pause it? She <laughs> likes
0: Lola being on the ground. She does not want to be... She wants Lola to stay down there.
1: Okay, pause it. Okay. So there were fights to have been have. <laughs> but today we're doing listener stories. She's still looking at them. She's hearing what they're saying. Because I, I am doing a cage within a cage kind of method. So I had to put the baby back into the cage because she got a little too big for her britches.
0: Yeah. Emily has Bun Bun and Bun Bun is a large Chincho. And Lola is much older, but she has a small Chincho. So Bun Bun is in her phase of life where she thinks that she can like start bar fights and like fly into the sky and thinks that she's going to be the big boss in town because she's bigger. But Lola's like, I am older. I may be smaller, but I don't need to take crap from a whippersnapper like you. And uh, we're trying to figure out how to make Bun Bun respect Lola without Lola having to like be mean, beat up Bunny because Bunny needs to be beat up. But we don't want that to happen. So wish us luck. They're talking. (laughs) Uh, They're talking about how they both don't like being in the cage.
1: Yeah, I know they don't.
0: Like the cage within a cage? Bunny's like, I don't like it. Lil's like, I don't like it either. Let's figure out how to get you out. sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's literally what they're talking about.
1: Like, well, stop being a bitch. And you can just be in the cage. That's funny.
0: (laughs) Interesting. Yeah, that's good.
1: And think about it. All so, right, listener stories. These are
0: stories brought to us by you guys.
1: So thank you. And if you guys are interested in getting on on the next one, we have a link in the show notes. If you follow that, you can share your original paranormal stories with us and we will read them and see if there are things that are actually there. So, today we are going to be reading your stories and using our medium hats. And gifts and abilities and things like that to tell you if your story actually has a spirit behind it. What if my gift was an actual Rubik's Cube? What if my gift was a crown? How would you use that to talk to dead people? I'd put it on my head. I would probably just throw the Rubik's Cube really far and see what happens. You know, maybe mine is a walker. Because in the future, I want to have a walker that I throw at people. Yeah, she doesn't yeah.
0: actually want to have to use it. She just yeah. wants to throw the walker and or the tennis balls attached to the
1: bottom at people. It's very much. I will be in a nursing home and I will somehow convince the doctor that I need a walker just for the sole fact that I could throw it at people so that they leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> she just wants to cause chaos. Cause like when you're an old person, people like, I don't know what the word is, maybe respect you more. They like let you do your own thing. You know what I'm saying? So, if I'm throwing my walker at people, <laughs> people won't say shit about it. Be like, oh, she's just, she's just the crazy lady that fucking throws shit at you. She gives you a warning, but you gotta, like, really stay away from her. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What's in her stories. I'm gonna do the first one.
0: I'm just gonna have to sit next to you and shout at people. Stay at least 10
1: feet back. Just she's give me gotten, a hula hoop. Or, you could walk around with a piece of chalk. And you could just draw my, like, radius, because I'm probably not moving that much. <laughs> and I'll ask people if they're wearing their anti right rhinoceros underpants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They'll think you're just as crazy as the lady who throws their walker at people.
0: I fully intend on making Spongebob jokes when I'm 80.
1: Well, duh, we're brainwashed by Spongebob.
0: Yeah, but no one's going to know what it is anymore by then. We'll know.
1: <laughs> okay, the first one is 20 Past Lives by Paul C., Thanks Paul. So past lives are simply amazing. I have gone through approximately 20 different lifetimes ranging from ancient Egypt to the early 1900s. I have a twin flame living at this time someone who has accompanied me through these different lifetimes. I also stated that both of us were part of an oracle group in many of these lifetimes, I remember as a child buying a National Geographic magazine that featured pictures of the ancient cities of, oh, big word, <laughs> her clue and Pompeii, Italy. I was fascinated by these pictures and could not figure out why at the time. When I went under hypnosis and started talking about this issue, past life, I found out that I was a woman in this lifetime living in Pompeii, Italy. I was sold to a prominent Roman diplomat and lived in a grand villa in, what did you just say? Herculean or something like that? Herculium, Italy. Yeah. But life was not as it seemed. It well, was yeah, a he was very- a
0: concubine. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a girl getting sold to some rich diplomat, you're a concubine. Yeah. That's the word for that. I believe.
1: Yeah. It was a very abusive relationship. One day, he threw a sword at me and challenged me. He did not know that my father had trained me to use a sword. I grabbed the sword and he came charging at me. I hit him on the side of the head with the flat side of the sword and knocked him out. He got really angry and charged at me with the intention of hurting me. I grabbed a stone poker from the fireplace and hit him on the side of the head, killing him instantly. My daughter heard the commotion and came out to see that was happening when she saw him lying on the floor. She went and kicked him in the face several times. Sounds like a
0: good family moment.
1: (laughs) She gave him a few more kicks for good measure. I called my twin flame and we bait the body with clubs to... Make sure it was tenderized? (sighs) To stimulate him being robbed. We removed all jewelry and valuables and left him by the baths in this place that starts with H. <laughs> he was found the next day, and it was determined that he was robbed and killed during the night. I was not going to take any chances, so I waited at short time and sold the villa. Gathered my dollars and my belongings and boarded a ship and ended up in a town by where present-day Venice is. I met my soulmate there and lived to be... The ripe age of 56. The regression ended there.
0: Weird. So you weren't a concubine. You literally were sold it as a wife. That's horrible. That's
1: interesting. Do you see her? You see a man.
0: I thought the past life story was
1: going to be about a man too. Okay. (laughs) It's a
0: different lifetime though. Yes. I don't see him as an Italian Roman. For the Italian Roman woman, I see like a short haired woman with brown curly hair.
1: Okay, yeah, but yeah, I see a man. The man is more prominent. Maybe that was her husband. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's him. They're telling me that they have that soul connection of past life.
0: I can't see him as well as you, I don't think. He's clairaudient. That's why he's not talking to me. I don't know if I can get
1: information from him.
0: Do you feel like it's 1920s?
1: Yeah. I get like Vanderbilt, JP Morgan vibes. (laughs) The way they show me things is with cameras. I know that sounds really fucked up. Does he have a mustache that he twirls with his finger? Maybe. I don't see his face. I see um, see him in black and white. And the black and white is indicating of like the 1920s era. Because that's when cameras were in black and white. I feel like he was a business owner.
0: They have a very outgoing personality. So each live that they have, they do things like with no regret. It's very like Sagittarius vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Sagittarius Scorpio vibes. He's got very like forward energy.
1: Yeah. Strong masculine energy. Even as a woman.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because the woman stepped forward and she like has no regrets about how she lived her life at all. I mean, not that you should. I'm not saying that you have to. She's just very much like. I did it, and I don't give a shit.
1: She's just not passive like a feminine energy would be. Correct. She's forward, which is masculine. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to talk to him about your soul, but they like don't want to tell me things because it'll, it'll impact what you're doing. But <laughs> they show me like a dartboard.
0: <laughs> Interesting. I just feel like this person's a very forward person, and if we tell them more things, it'll just build their ego. More. Ah,
1: I see. <laughs> yeah, because they're they're showing me like. A dartboard, but the dartboard is like a map. And when you throw darts at it, it just like blows a fucking hole through it. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, this is what you're meant to do in your life. (laughs) Blow fucking holes in things.
0: Yeah, that's kind of how I feel their past lives were. All very forward energies. Mm. I feel like one of the very first lives was a life that was hard. And after they lived that life, they were like, screw it. All of them are going to be great. I can do whatever I want.
1: <laughs> Who's their twin flame? I don't know. She's the female energy. That's why. Okay. <laughs> they're showing me like energy spinning around you. And that is the female energy. She's supportive. She's not dark like I am, which is interesting because they're saying that you have the darkness. She's the thing that brings you up the lightness. Mm, that's like an opposite of us. Yeah, almost. And I- I'm not I'm not saying that your twin flame in this life is a female. She has... they. They they have a more female energy, which is more passive. You have more forward energy. So even as a woman, you have masculine energy. Because you are the masculine half of the whole with the twin flame thing. But she sounds like, like Twinkles. She's like, your are Peter Pan, and she is the Tinkerbell. She's supportive, but she gives you the same sass back, if that makes sense. That's cute. 20
0: past lives. That's a lot. You're going to have to start getting another hand to do things. Well, how many past lives have we had? I haven't counted. A <laughs> lot?
1: A lot? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you know an exact number, my dude. Maybe it's an approximated number.
0: All right, next one. We're going to, uh, M has so graciously titled Brookby's B's uh, story, Breathe In and Out. All right, Brooke B thanks for your submission. We see you. And it starts out, hi, Emma and Liv. (laughs) Love your content and love that you're taking story submissions. Well, Brooke, we love you. She says, I'm rather new to the metaphysical world, so I know very little and would love to get your opinions on the spooky things that happened to me. You're in the right spot. (laughs) Well, I think that I'm slightly clairaudient and have been for my whole life. Probably true. Is true. Is true. (laughs) I regularly hear voices both. ex. Well, I'd like to say probably because I don't want to like influence people because people think for whatever reason that I'm a professional. Oh, yeah. And because I'm a professional, I know everything. Sorry, they're showing me
1: or they're making me hear what you hear. I like to be suggestive like a spirit guide. (laughs) I think she physically hears things too. Yeah. But like she doesn't know (laughs) a lot of the time. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) She thinks other people hear it too. Yes. Yeah. All right. Unless it's weird, like voices and no one's there. That's why she picks up on it. I'm sorry. Go on. She says,
0: I regularly hear voices both externally and in my own head. However, I didn't realize that the things that I was experiencing weren't quote unquote normal until about two years ago when I was 20. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Uh, Since then, I've been trying to be more open to the ability, but I'm still very cautious because I'm worried the voices will scare me even though the voices have never scared me before. That is, until two weeks ago. Oh. (laughs) Oh, God. I was lying in bed after talking to my boyfriend on the phone. I wasn't asleep or even close to sleep. I was just in bed with my eyes closed, letting my mind wander. Suddenly, I heard someone breathing. I immediately opened my eyes and sat up, but the breathing didn't stop. This immediately put me on edge because the voices I hear almost always stop as soon as I actively try to listen to them. I sat in my bed listening to definitive inhales and exhales for about 20 seconds before it suddenly stopped. As soon as it stopped, I turned on the lights and called my boyfriend back and made him stay on the phone with me until I fell asleep. Oh, it's so cute. I know this isn't the scariest story, but it was the first time that I've ever felt scaled. Scared. I've ever felt scared while hearing anything metaphysical, and I have arguably heard more frightening things. The fact that I was scared makes me think that either A, was actually just hearing my own breathing or the AC, or B, there may be a dark entity in my bedroom, which is never a fun thing. I'd love to hear what you two think. Thanks for the great videos, Brooke. Brooke, I hope you're listening to this, because we don't just have videos. <laughs> however, <Harkies>. <laughs> <laughs> however, um, the breathing...
1: I don't see a dark entity.
0: No, I don't see a dark entity at all. I feel like it's some roly-poly thing that uh, was next to you or in the same area as you and did not mean to be and you picked up on it. So once it realized that you were listening to it and it could oh, hear you, it was she, like,
1: oop, sorry. I think you scared it. <laughs> I think she also felt their fear. Yes. I'm That's just why she say was that. scared. Because she, she hears voices. Yeah. I was <laughs> just Breathing is the thing that scares you You were scared because you were clairsentiently f- Feeling this thing's fear of you hearing it
0: So you're not only clear on it You're also clairsentient Gosh You know that's like really funny When you like walk around a door And someone else walks around the door And you both scare each other It was like
1: that But I've yeah. heard... My chinchilla is trying to escape Yeah Sorry
0: <laughs> I for sure think that there was some sort of little metaphysical being in your room and I see it like this little tiny roly-poly like slug type thing. It doesn't have fur. I just see big giant round eyes and I feel like it's something that like, it's really cute. It jingles. It glues things together.
1: Hmm. That's what it tells me its purpose is. Ah, okay. That's why I hear weird things. Yeah, it's like like a sloopy noise. Yeah, it's telling me those weird frequencies you're hearing I like to make them like harmonize together that's what the glue is Mm. so I try different frequencies to like make things compatible but that's that's just the clairaudient way of them telling me that
0: oh so (laughs) I actually hear like weird little things where they're like mm,
1: like gloopy noises yeah I hear that too okay but there's, like, frequencies behind it that they're putting together with it. Mm. Interesting. quieter. Yeah, sorry, I don't know. <laughs>
0: it's really <laughs> cute. <laughs> but, yeah, you scared it. It scared you. Didn't know that you could hear it. And then once it realized it, it was like, oh, I'm so sorry. But, like, when it runs, I can hear, like, <laughs> of its feet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs>
1: oh, that's a good one, Brooke. Thanks. Okay. Oh, this is a long one. Okay, ready? Yeah, this one is called Unfolded Wings and it's by Gianna R. Thanks, Gianna. Okay, so on the topic of past lives, another past life one, something that I experienced with this was at a point where I was really low and like genuinely seeking a desire to keep moving forward. I just was constantly going back and forth with myself about so many things while trying to work through some heavy trauma. I felt really weak to say the least. I know it wasn't my fault, but I didn't know how to carry the weight of feeling just so broken and lost. I remember walking around my neighborhood and my entire energetic body and field of vision got static, and a pair of wings stood in front of me because I'm a mental medium and folded out. As this was happening, I It literally hugged her. As this was happening, I figured just looked at me and nodded with a serious face as if it was prepared for what was about to happen. What is that thing?
0: I think it's actually like an angel.
1: Okay, so it is exactly what she explained.
0: Yeah, and I feel like the reason you're having such a hard time is because this is the first time you're a medium. I don't think you've even been a medium in a past Mm -hmm. life.
1: Makes sense then why that angel is there.
0: And I see the angel it looks like a It has like, um, like boy energy.
1: Are they tied to her? Yes. Because they're telling me it's different than a spirit guide. Yes. Because the angel is higher, like a higher status.
0: I feel like she was supposed to be a medium in this life, but she didn't even want to be a medium in this life, which is why the angel's there to help her. It was the stipulation of her existence in this life. Yeah. Like it's a really big thing for her.
1: It's really weird. It's really cute. So I went home and into my room and I sat on my bed and started listening to music. I was super emotional before I knew it. Something started coming on, but I wasn't scared. It was a safe feeling, but also like kind of spooked, if you know what I mean, like where you are just experiencing stuff and any trace of insecurity or doubt about a situation from societal programming neurotypical stereotypes that don't believe in metaphysical paranormal eye roll (laughs) just completely disappears because you can't deny the fact that you're energetically experiencing what you're experiencing essentially to summarize what happened in next is it was kind of like the scene in avatar where Aang is talking to roku and his ancestors just started multiplying out behind that huge triangle formation and if you have seen The Legend of Korra, it was like when Korra was crying and then Aang came and was like, yo, when you're at your lowest point like this is when you're open to the greatest change. Gross. My spirit guides are telling me things about it. I can't do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then as she met her past lives, it was literally like that. Except for me, all of these women appeared in front of me and they were misty, if that makes sense. In a physical clairvoyance way. And they were all looking at me, holding their hands in front of them, like, you know, when you're just like resting your hands together and standing up straight. They were all in a position, but I only saw the upper half of all of their bodies. And they were all women. They all said, Join us, but through my clair audience. None of their mouths were open, but all their voices were combined like a choir kind of but not melodic Uh, (laughs) I don't know if that's how you say that word sorry and all of them were looking at me and when I looked into all of their eyes they were completely different people but it felt like I was looking at people almost like looking at every aspect of my personality and my soul and my internal sense of knowing like if all of that had been divided up into people into different people standing in front of me That's what it was. I don't know how many there were because it went on further than I could see, but it was literally one of the most incredible things I've ever experienced before I started getting used to my psychic body, before I started comprehending that I was a medium. It just was such huge clarification that the information I was prior receiving to so many things that came from a deep place of inner knowing came from my own lived experiences in previous incarnations. Let me know if any of that resonates. I would love to hear any comments, etc. But if not, have a wonderful day. Yeah. Well, surprise, you're here. <laughs> oh, God, that's crazy. This is the girl that also read us and told us about um, the fact that you have a heavy heart and that my head is constantly buzzing.
0: Oh, yeah, her clairsentience. <laughs> yeah.
1: She emailed us again and uh, was explaining that she was reading us through the interwebs, because Liv is a bleeding heart, Leo, and the most fitting thing in the world, her heart hurts for the earth, so it physically hurts. And then Autistic Emily just fucking hears so many things and so many things go on in their head that I constantly have a headache Mm -hmm. because my head literally feels like it's buzzing, like she explains it.
0: Yeah, I've gotten EKGs and stuff done, and uh, my doctor's told me, she's like, are you a runner? Are you super athletic? Do you do like long (coughs) distance running? And I had to look at my doctor and be like, if microwaving burritos is a long distance run, then yes. And she goes, you have one of the best hearts I've ever heard. Usually I only have such steady heartbeats with people that do like competitive long distance running. And I said, actually, I'm allergic to running. If I'm running, you should be running too because there's something wrong. There's something to run from. (laughs) But my heart hurts all the time. So. So it's interesting. It is interesting. And Em's brain does go a mile a minute at all times.
1: Well, yeah. But it's also like, because I'm autistic, I have such high sensory everything. Mm -hmm. So I perceive things when I don't want to perceive them. So it makes me physically sick.
0: And overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. So in relation to your story, when the angel passed through you, girl, I have souls that have been stepping through me because my spirit guide Gojo is trying to tell me that I need to stop ignoring my gifts or thinking that I can turn them off and I will find more confidence and comfort and just being able to exist like Em um, explains it when someone walks past you and you don't actually need to acknowledge their presence. They're just walking by. He's like, that's how you need to embrace your mediumship because it will lessen your anxiety. Which is hard for my egotistical brain to compromise.
1: Well, it's or comprehend. Literally, we were in like a restaurant the other day and Liv's sitting next to me and she's like, oh my god, I'm so anxious right now because there's a woman sitting next to you. He's saying... That won't happen anymore if you're constantly seeing them because it's literally like if some physical person was sitting at the end of the bench. Like, who cares? Yeah, but what he... the anxiety will stop happening because they're just there. It doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, but what he's been doing (laughs) is having me perceive souls walk through me. And when souls walk through me because they're just existing... They don't have anything to say to me. They're just existing. But because I'm a medium, I pick up on them. When they walk through me, he makes me feel chills. So I can feel their energy pass through me. And it's the most wild thing ever. And you said at the beginning of your story that you felt this spiritual being pass through you. And he got super fuzzy, tingly, and, like, whatever. Same thing happens to me. Second time that's happened to me was when I actually tried to meditate. Hmm. And was sitting outside thinking about the earth and, like, natural things. And I immediately felt you like when, you know, when you're about to fall asleep and everything gets fizzy and like fuzzy and starts spinning. But I also felt energized. That's what happened. It was the most wild shit ever. So that's super cool. I've never had so many past lives show up in front of me or something like that. I feel like there's much more to that than just your past lives. I think those are like people that you've been spiritually connected to in more than just a past life way. Because there's so many of them. No. They're telling me no. I'm just going to stop talking. I feel like this isn't something that I I should talk about.
1: Can I ask you a question? Yeah. That is really weird.
0: Okay. Is she an angel? No. I do not believe she is an angel yet. However, I do believe that she is extremely spiritually powerful. And her being a medium in this life is something that she needs to do. That is being absolutely dictated by the angels.
1: Because I feel like an angel showed you that as well. Yes. But it was a different one. Showed me what? No, showed her, her past lives. Yes. Because they're showing me like an angel opening up the sky for you. And I'm like, why is there so many angels around you?
0: You so- guys should listen to episode 36 where M has an existential crisis <laughs> about being a medium. and Still thinks
1: having that- an ex- existential crisis. <laughs> Just wait until next year it'll be worse. <laughs> and think- was thinking that everyone could be mediums. And you Still do. And Sorry. You,
0: well, who is this? Uh-huh. Who sent in this story?
1: Gianna. I think that's what her name is.
0: Okay. And Gianna said, what about her existence before this happened? When you absolutely lose hope in life itself and you feel yeah, lost.
1: I, I know. My spirit guides were
0: telling me that that's happening. Yeah. It's because not everybody can be a medium. It's really hard.
1: Uh-huh. I uh-huh. hated it. Yeah. But you technically could be because you've already done it. Not Just up to you. Dumb.
0: It's up to spirit. Dumb. We don't control our gifts. The angels made her do it, and it's really hard for her. Hence, why one stepped forward.
1: Oh, is that what's happening? Yes. Okay. Because that's what I see is like the angels putting her into Earth, but I don't. I don't know what she is. She's a person.
0: She's I mean, a I know, but she. I feel like as I mean, a, she's soul, a soul, she did not want to be a medium, but they're like, this is what you have to do if you want to do the great things that you want to do and are supposed
1: to do. Why is she connected to the angels? Because I've never seen that before. I've never, never like Did you see angels. him though?
0: He looks yes. like a... The oh, angel? Yeah, he looks like a boy. He's, like, absolutely golden. but There's then I more see, than one of them. I see, like, hair that comes down in like, curls, but, like, goes against his yeah. head, like Betty Boop. Okay, I just want to make sure you're seeing the <laughs> yeah. same thing I'm seeing. That's the one that passed through her and, like, literally yes. gave her a hug.
1: He did that, but I think there was a woman that, a uh, female angel that opened up the sky for her because there's multiple, and it's not just her that did it. There's another one. Mm. There's, like, three or four of them. I think the one that you saw is the one that's most important to you. Like, that's the connection.
0: He's saying that he walks with you.
1: Yeah. But there's other ones because you're important to whatever angels do. I feel like she might be an angel. Maybe this is the life before she
0: becomes one. That's (laughs) why it's so important. (laughs)
1: Because they were saying things like that. And I was like, I don't know if they can
0: do that. Well, no, that's like Christian. How my mom talks about her one friend that had all the past lives and is now supposed to be more than yeah, just but another incarnated human. I see Christian as like, I see her like an Akashic Records person.
1: Yeah. Yes. I see her as like the, the one at the computer, like typing in the code to make things work. Yeah. I see her as like somebody that takes down history. But the angels do different things. Yes. They're above them. Yes. And they're like telling me that like you are associated with the angels. Mm-hmm. And it's like weird because if that's the case, maybe they're trying to recruit you to be an angel or you were an angel going into a human life so that they can like, I don't know, something here. I feel like she hasn't been one before, but she's supposed to be. That makes more sense. That's why this life is so important.
2: Yeah. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.
1: weird hopefully that blows your mind even more no pressure (laughs) (laughs) no pressure at all
0: thanks gianna that was a cool story yeah but i definitely feel when spiritual things walk through me too and get the same sort of physical feeling of it (laughs) for sure all right let's go for hopefully one that's a little bit funny that says uh dream emergency so this is from patricia c thank you for patricia for your story, all right, Patricia says, I have a few stories. Well, did you tell us more or just one? It looks like it's just one. What's up, Patricia? Come on, send in another one. All right. <laughs> Patricia says I have a few stories, dot dot dot. I think the most intense one would have to be from my mom's perspective. however, so my grandmother, my mom's mom, had just passed away, and it was nighttime. My family was all asleep in my house, and I was very little, probably four to five years old. I was also sick at the time. I had a cold and a fever, typical stuff as a little kid. So the way my mom explains it, she was having a dream, but she could see her bedroom and she could see her bedroom and she could see her mom who had just passed away standing in the doorway leading to the hallway that connected to the rest of the bedrooms in her house. And she tried talking to her mom, trying to say hi and ask her what she was doing there. But her mom didn't answer, only looked at her very seriously and pointed down the hallway rather urgently. Super creepy. Why do ghosts got to do that? I mean, I do know why they have to do that, but it still doesn't take away from the was creepiness. Was dream?
1: Or is it happening? No,
0: it's happening from her mom's perspective. Got you. Yeah. So her grandmother that just passed away is standing on the hallway pointing urgently. So she says, (laughs) and my mother was very confused. She tried to ask what she was saying and what she meant. But then suddenly my mom woke up. Oh, I guess it was a dream. Okay. (laughs) And heard something down the hall. So she got up and ran into my room and I was fast asleep laying on my back vomiting sorry for the yucky details there and was choking on my own vomit totally unconscious so my mother quickly ran to me and turned me over and woke me up and quite possibly saved my life well her and my grandma saved my life that night most likely i still get chills talking about it because i really believe my mom had had that dream and saw my grandma trying to warn her oh for sure i see that too (laughs) no questions or doubts about that at all
1: what does the grandma look like i feel like she has dark hair
0: yeah, got it. <laughs> she's moving, <laughs> moving the story over.
1: <laughs> yeah, what does she
0: look like? I feel like she has dark short curly hair and she's wearing she says it doesn't matter. Like a white shirt, like a white blouse maybe.
1: Yeah, you like to describe what they're wearing. And like green pants, like um instead of describing like what their face and I don't know. She's really pretty. Yeah. But she has like green um slacks on.
0: Maybe. I don't know. She doesn't really want to talk to me that much. I'm kind of asking for a lot. So.
1: But she's like a guardian angel, though, around your mother. Do you have a brother? Well,
0: <laughs> She gives me kind of um, like Christina's great-great-grandmother vibe, kind of. But not the whole family, just the certain ones that are here now.
1: Oh, so she's like one of the important ancestors that manipulates things. Mm-hmm. I feel like she helps if you
0: have a brother with him, too. Yeah. She's very no-nonsense kind of lady, though.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. At least in spirit.
0: So, that's a cool story. Thanks, Patricia, oh, who definitely. has lots of stories but only gave us one.
1: <laughs> hey, what the heck? Okay. This next one is called the Game Boy Apparition. It's-a me, I'm Mario. Okay, I think you <laughs> pronounce your name cohen S. You didn't even laugh. Yeah, I was I was really like amping myself up to uh, pronounce this kid's name right.
0: When Deb from work told me that she had a Game Boy Color, I automatically knew that we could never be friends because she's way more popular than me.
1: Yeah, I didn't have one either. That's why we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> so, how's the look? Oh. Cohen S. Cohen S. When I was a kid, I lived in an old house and I was up late one night Onto my Game Boy and all of a sudden I had the feeling someone was coming so I closed my Game Boy and I saw an apparition of what I felt was an old man go through my glass door from outside across my room and down the stairs into the house. I had also seen this exact same apparition appear in broad day go through the closed front door and then through another wall and of course I went running to the other side of where that wall was, and there was nothing there. I was about seven to eight years old at the time of these events.
0: Okay. I feel like he had somewhere to go. He gives me the vibe of like the rabbit from Alice in Wonderland. I saw
1: that right before
0: you said it. He's like, I'm late. I'm late. And I'm like, what? So I want to say it's residual, but also I'm hearing the word no. So I feel like this spirit has actually somewhere to go, but wherever he is, the reason it, I want to say it's residual is... Is because sometimes residual spirits, which is just like, it's like the energetic photo of something uh, happening on repeat at certain times. So, certain um, residual hauntings will happen, such as when a hotel that's haunted gets renovated and spirits will walk through certain parts of the hotel that used to be different. So, like, say, uh, the apparition of a chef walks through a, a door, or not a door, like a wall. And then disappears. But if you look at the old layout of when the chef actually worked there, that's where the kitchen used to be. That's like a residual haunting. So I feel like I want to say it's residual, but I hear the word no from him. I think it's residual after he did it. I feel like he actually has somewhere to go, but you don't see where he actually
1: is. That's what he's telling me. You saw him, but I feel like it's still happening because he did it while you saw him do it. Does that make sense? Like, it's spiritually residual. Like, it's not a physical thing that happened during the time where he was a physical being. It happened when he was a spirit. Because I also get residual energy, but when he, when Cohen saw him, that was him. <laughs> yeah. No, he's showing me like
0: Harry Potter. You know how they go from like. You know when the buildings move apart in the one Harry Potter movie and then all of a sudden they're in like, what's his name? Sirius Black's like apartment, but the two (laughs) apartments move across, but then inside of it is his apartment? Yeah. It's like that. Okay. Cohen is living in the house, but the spirit, there is something spiritually there that Cohen doesn't see. It's like he's in Sirius Black's apartment, but Cohen is in the apartments
1: outside. Oh, so is that like... A lot of people going into that because I see like a stream of energy of where that man walked maybe it's a portal but it's like very different
0: yeah I- he's seeing the spirit but the spirit is somewhere else interesting which is why he walks through walls and it makes me feel like it's residual but he's telling me it's not it's Cohen's house that he lived in is like the apartment from Harry Potter but the space in which the spirit is residing is like Sirius Black's apartment where does the portal go to higher dimensional things? Oh, God. (laughs) Siri's trying to figure out our metaphysical debacle.
1: (laughs) They're telling me that it's... um, You know how we see hell portals and they're flat on the ground? Yeah. This one is not
0: two-dimensional. It it branches everywhere. Yeah.
1: It's like literally what you say it opens up. So it's not two-dimensional, like having width and height. It is like fourth or fifth dimensional door. I know that sounds weird, but they're trying to explain it to me, even though I've never seen a fourth or fifth dimensional anything.
0: I see it like a neuron. The space in which Cohen's house is, is the actual like middle of the neuron. And then it has the tiny branches that come off
1: of it. I'm looking at the door, which Mm -hmm. is the portal itself. You're looking at the branches in which it's attached to. You're looking at the bigger picture. I'm looking at the details. Yeah. This guy is very smart. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I feel like like he wears like a top hat and long (laughs) coattails. That's what he makes me feel like. Like the people that work at the ministry. (laughs) Yeah, I see the same thing. (laughs) You know, because in the ministry, it has all of the different doors that go everywhere. And the elevators go up and down really fast, but they go forward and backwards.
1: Yeah, he kind of looks like um, when they took the apologies potion and was in that weird long coat thing. Yes with a briefcase and a weird hat uh-huh but um he shows me the portal it like literally opens up because it's like different dimensional so it opens up in different dimensions which is why there's different branches but when it opens up it changes the dimension of the portal does that make sense
0: yeah it's like a directionality the dimension the different dimension is a different direction
1: yeah, so there is a 2D portal, but it like opens up and then it's a 3D portal and then it opens up and it's a 4D portal and then it opens up and it's a 5D portal, but it literally looks like a um a Rubik's cube almost cuz it like opens up. Weird. This is the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go from fucking spiritual and paranormal to
0: absolutely metaphysical, like, multiple yeah. quantum physics dimensional analysis. Because the
1: reason why I thought it was residual is because I can see the path that he walked in.
0: Yes, and he goes through things that look like it would be, like, a different door. We're thinking but there's like, also
1: a whole bunch of other paths that go to it as well. Yeah. He's
0: literally existing in a space that we cannot
1: see, but for whatever reason, you just see him. That's really cool. I really dig that. Yeah. I want to just fucking stand in front of that door all the time because I'm Virgo. Makes the science part of my brain get really tingly.
0: I know, right? <laughs> Sorry, we talk about like spiritual stuff like angels and like heaven and stuff like that, but this is way more different than that.
1: Yeah, I know. I've never seen a portal like that before ever. It's usually just like, we, I feel like we mostly just see hell portals.
0: No, we've only seen them twice.
1: Yeah. But we also see in portals that are vertical.
0: Yeah. And those ones are just different dimensions. It's like they pass through like, I don't know. It's different. The door is
1: very different than what is in Janelle's house.
0: Yeah. It's also very different from the one that's in the cemetery. Yeah. It literally, they'll literally show me a neuron with fibers coming off of it. And that's why it's it's
1: so important. And that's why there's so many things. Paths going to it. And he's oh, really that's fast. why it's residual because it is residual. It's not his residual energy, it's everyone's residual energy going to it because it's an important door. So it's like things are always just going through it. Yes. So that's uh, why it's a spiritual residual energy. It's because that's like his drive to work, basically. He takes the same route in the same door. So that's why I see a path. God, that's fucking weird my head hurts (laughs) (laughs) my head hurts you ready yeah okay do i want to do the alien encounter oh you're
0: doing both of them what you're gonna read both of them oh you
1: want to do one you just read one i mean i know but i didn't think i would get away with it just go for it they like you better than me
0: anyways no they don't (laughs) yes they do
1: (laughs) they always talk about you no they love you okay do you want to do the alien encounter or the reality ripple? You said doo-doo. Your, your towel. I <laughs> have <They're laughs> M- both pretty d- long. Towel. Yeah, choose between those two. <sighs> the alien encounter or the reality ripple. I don't remember either of them.
0: Ugh, we already kind of just did a reality ripple, so maybe we should talk about aliens. People like aliens. I don't want to do
1: aliens, though. You can do the other one. Mm. They're equally as long. <laughs> <laughs> do the other one if you want to do the ripple. The the, the the thing and we'll do the alien one next and our next one <laughs> our next our next listener stories volume
0: all right reality ripple tiffany r thank you so much for your subscription we uh we appreciate it submission
1: i'm really having yeah, a hard time like,
0: with words today
1: <laughs> subscription
0: to i think what? I did compromise and then something else and now subscription and submission jesus all right jesus can't even help me tiffany thank you She says, ever since I was little, I've been seeing and felt spirits. Cool beans. Me too. When I was in seventh (laughs) grade, I started having visions. My first vision story. Okay. Why don't you call it vision story? I guess I'll find out. I lived on a hill. I was walking down the hill and my mailbox across the road, halfway across the road, I stopped dead in my tracks as I sharply inhaled my breath. Like someone knocked the breath out of me. Out of nowhere, I was in a warehouse laying on the floor with bodies everywhere. Jesus, is this a past life? I was looking up at a beautiful woman. She had pale skin, strong cheekbones, and curly reddish-slash-brown hair. I was, she was, sorry, I'm seeing things. She was looking at me, (laughs) saying something, but I couldn't hear her. I came back into my reality in the middle of the road. After that, I had a dream that my dog died. In my dream, I was walking down the hill to check my mail with my dog as we reached the bottom of the hill, and a car drove by. My dog ran out in front of it, and out of nowhere, he died. I woke up screaming and later that week my dream came true exactly how I had saw it. The night he died and we buried him I was in bed and I saw him come into my room and hop onto my bed curling up into a ball. Oh it's so cute. I went to sleep that night with the spirit of my dead dog and somehow I thought it was normal. (laughs) Oh goodness. In the same house I would see shadow figures all the time. My room was then the dining room and I had no door, and there was a long window wall leading to the front door on that same side. I mainly saw the figures at night. Every night, I would wake up at midnight, and I would look over and see a lot of different size shadow figures walking in and out of the doorway of our house. Dude, they were partying. <laughs> Someone would look over at me, and I would shrink down into my blankets and try to hide myself. I could feel it, like evil vibes rolling off of them in waves. One night, I had my best friend over for a sleepover, and we were laying in two separate twin beds across from each other while... I was asleep and she was awake. She saw a tall shadow figure with a hat on walk into the room and walk over and look down at her and do the same thing to me and then walk out. It's because you guys were in the middle of the party room. <laughs> she woke up. She woke me up and told me what happened. I had seen it before. That's when I started to realize this was not normal and not everyone can see and feel stuff like that. Yeah. Because my mom or sister never saw anything, I really felt like I was going crazy. Same. Mm. later on we moved out of that house and i was so happy when we moved to our new house in town i was a sophomore at this time i was laying in bed dead asleep and i woke up in the middle of the night to the full body apparition of a little boy i did too
1: i was like oh (laughs) you thought you could escape
0: as soon as i heard i read full body i saw the boy he's like interesting he looks like he's i saw once you said once i moved out i was like oh there's a boy
1: (laughs) Your next house. Yeah, he's wearing like <laughs> older clothes and he like yeah. waves and smiles. Cause I was like, there's not as many people in your other house. Yeah. But the first house, there was a lot of people.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So she says he was about seven or eight wearing a full suit with a hat. And he was from like the 1800s era or somewhere around there. He was just staring at me with a blank expression. He was good from what I could feel. After several minutes, he was gone. Another time I was digging through my mom's closet for a prom dress. People were constantly giving them to us. That's an interesting problem to no. have. <laughs> out of nowhere, I hear this nasty animalistic growl right by my ear. I was out of that room so dang fast. Dude, it's literally the uh, the ghost of prom past.
2: <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> All of the bad prom dates. Oh, God. You were going through that one dress. And the dress of the the spirit associated with the dress was like, no, it's so ugly. Don't do it. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh,
1: God. Sorry.
0: Um, Later on, I was talking with my mom about it and she told me about a family heirloom that was a secret it was a 100 year old haunted doll that is supposed to be passed down to the oldest daughter on her wedding day I can tell you right now that thing is evil and it hated me every time I went back to my mother's room I could feel a heavy weight in the air like it didn't want me to be there or something ironically I'm the oldest and I don't have it I told her if she gave it to me I would burn it she can give it to my sister I'm so sorry this is so long a lot has happened and I wanted to tell someone my whole story. That's all right. After high school, I went to this college. It used to be a military base and hospital. It was very haunted. Ugh, I see one guy. I would see spirits all the time. One night I was having a sleepover at a friend's dorm with a bunch of other girls. My friend woke up in the middle of the night screaming at the top of her lungs. Everyone else woke up and someone had to turn on the lights. She told us that a seven foot tall shadow man with dreadlocks was looking at us while we were sleeping. She said he had this evil look on its face. I know it sounds crazy, but I swear I could see what he looked like in my head. Same girl. It's literally what I'm doing while I'm reading your story. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but I could see his face so clearly even after he was gone. While I was at the school, I always felt like I was being washed, especially in my room at night. It got so bad that I would sleep with my lights on. I feel like someone let him in there. Mm Mm-hmm. Like some girls doing Ouija
1: shit. (laughs) What do you think? I think it's really bad. Yeah, he's weird. Like something really bad happened and he was like,
0: yeah. Oh, you mean he was drawn there by something bad? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I see something weird that drew him there.
1: But I... uh... Don't want to talk about it. Got it. Yeah.
0: Moving on. Yeah. I could feel the spirits even when I couldn't see them. It felt like it was constantly draining me. One day I was cleaning my room with my door open and out of the corner of my eye I saw a spirit of a nurse zoom past me. I ran into the hall and no one was there. It was empty. When I would go home for a weekend I would still feel a spirit with me. One night I was brushing my teeth and I just stopped and looked to my left. I could feel someone standing right beside me but I couldn't see them. I turned back to the mirror and continued brushing my teeth like it was normal. Oh, you're literally describing my childhood. (laughs) That's funny. Always felt like people were staring me at all times. But then when you physically look there, you're like, I know someone's standing there, but I know I can't see you because you're scared now. So then you don't see them. It's absolutely literally because that's happening to me now. Well, my mom would get like, (sighs) you know, like when you're scared at night. So you run really fast from room to room because it feels like someone's staring at you because it's dark. Imagine having that feeling, but it's light outside. Yeah. Same thing. You're doing, you have the same feeling?
1: No, I'm just starting to see people. Oh. Like physically see them. Yeah. And when I'm like, there's something in my house. Like, oh, you're not supposed to be there. They go away. (laughs) But if I like stay in that state of like, I'm going crazy. There's nothing standing in front of me right now. Oh yeah. (laughs) They'll stay there and I can't see them.
0: I just would ignore them and be like, okay,
1: okay. I'm not a child, though. I'm not scared of it. It's really scary when someone's trying to like look at you. I also understand what's happening. Yeah. So it's a very different experience doing it as an adult. Mm. But the same thing is happening. I see them all the time. It's just like, oh, hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> I don't know why I can physically see you in my house, but I think I'm going crazy. And then Liv will tell me what they look like later. And I'm like... <laughs> great I was actually physically seeing them (laughs) funny all right flash forward a few months of
0: being out of school I had another dog died I'm sorry I was in the car and I swear I could feel his spirit at my feet oh I didn't get told that he died a few hours later when I got home but already knew he was gone flash forward to today I'm married now I finally found someone who accepts me for who I am gift and all that's awesome congratulations when I was at my sister-in-law's house with my mother-in-law And right beside them is a house that my sister-in-law used to live in. It is haunted. My mill takes me to see it. As soon as we reached the porch, I could tell it was going to be bad. When I walked into the door, I could sense an older woman and I could see her in my head. She had pale skin, sharp cheekbones, oh God, and short permed hair with a brownish blonde. Yeah, I saw the brownish blonde. There was a man there too. I couldn't see him. He had a very strong and demanding presence. I feel like he is keeping the woman there against her will. As me and my mill walked to the kitchen, we felt like we were being watched. When we entered the kitchen, all of the cabinets were open. My mill had just closed them all earlier that day. So we ran out of there. Good girl. (laughs) Later on, I told her about the spirits and she said that there was a couple who lived there in the 50s and they matched the description exactly. This woman was very prim and proper when she was alive. She would throw elaborate parties there all the time. And the man was her husband and he was in the army as well as a businessman. So he had a very strong personality and was very strong and demanding. I apologize for the story being so long. Thank you if you made it this far. And I'm sorry for the typos or messy messy punctuation.
1: Girl! You need to start from the beginning because a lot of things went through my head. <laughs> Tell me a topic and we can talk about it. Because a lot of things... <laughs> She went through a lot of things. I don't know what to talk about. We can talk uh, about the boy. Or we can talk about her house with the party people. I mean,
0: I just want to say that I see everything that you're talking about oh, vividly.
1: Yeah.
0: I feel well, I feel like we don't need to validate her. She's obviously a medium.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, we just want to talk about it. Here, give it to me. I'll, yeah, we'll you talk you to- about it. I'll give you topics.
0: I mean, I can't. I feel like we don't need to talk about it to validate it. Well, we're not
1: validating it. We're all just pretty validating talking about stuff
0: i don't know i feel like when people send us
1: their stories like can you see this too (laughs) yes well obviously this girl's a medium yeah first of all every house that she goes in she thinks is haunted they're not haunted there's just people in every house that exists usually yeah unless they're like brand new Mm -hmm. even then there's people probably associated with the land
0: oh the guy that came and stared at you and your friends i feel like definitely the souls wanted to have a party that night and one of them was a woman and literally was like, we can't, there's people here. Don't do it. And he like walked over and was very disdained with you and your friend being there. (laughs) Cause someone told him that he couldn't have a party. Okay. What about her
1: dream of uh, her dog dying?
0: I just think that's wild. I've never had anything like that happen to me and I uh,
1: don't want it to happen.
0: Oh, I think that was the I think that was a past life of how she died. I think she was the man
1: and the woman killed her. Okay, so the woman isn't her. No, okay, I think I she think was so the either. man lying on the floor. Got you, got you. because I was like, she you knew her from a past life. Yeah, because I see the woman too. She's mm-hmm. like brownish hair, and it's like in a bun. You probably see her differently. Yeah, but she gives but. me scary vibes. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So what do they oh. call that? Um I'm seeing someone else, though. a mother. She might have been your mom when you were past life. I don't know. That's what she told me. Cause she's not scary. There's another lady that's scary.
0: I don't know. I never want to see stuff that's going to happen to people or things in my life. I always ask Spirit not to show me those things, you like see premonitions. It all the time premonitions. Yes. When? I can't tell you because they're about me. <laughs> what do you mean? I do not get premonitions.
1: Yes, you do. I can't tell you on this podcast if because I saw they're a- about me. <laughs> oh, well, then you'll
0: have to tell me because I don't believe you. Uh-huh. I don't want to see people die. I don't want to see my dog die. I you don't-, don't
1: see people die. Okay. But you
0: see other future telling
1: things, premonitions.
0: I don't know. I feel like all of the things that people say that mediums are supposed to get or psychics are supposed to get or psychic mediums are supposed to get that are future premonitions are like,
1: oh, I saw how this person died. Or you're interesting. <laughs> Literally that's what I think of premonitions are. So premonition is a vision of the future. It is a prediction. You're, you do that all the time. You are a predict You are a towel. Who <laughs> <laughs> was a little boy over her bed? The little boy that she saw as she was sleeping. I think he passed. She says when he passed, or 1800s era? I think you said when, right? Yeah.
0: That's the one he was from. I feel like he passed somewhere in and around. I feel like he passed in the house. I don't know. He keeps telling me in the house, in the house, in the house. I feel like he had an older sister and his older sister was mean to him. Uh, So when he saw you, he gave you a mean mug. (laughs) What was the growl in her I told you! It was the spirit of prom's past. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't like to talk to dark things.
1: I hear the growl. I see a fluffy ball. And he gives me, like, you know, grumpy from the from the uh, Queen Mary. Oh, yeah. He's just really loud. Mm. Like, Get away from me! What was it, her left ear or her right ear?
0: What did it say in the story? Because I hear it in my right ear. Um, When you say fuzzy, it makes me think about the... What were they called? You know Club
1: Penguin? Yeah, it's kind of like that. I see uh, It's Scary, that one Pokemon... The poison Pokemon that's fluffy in a ball. Something with a V. Remember? Oh, look it up. That's I know up. what you're talking about. With the <laughs> big feet. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Yeah.
0: I get poofle from uh, Club Penguin. Puffle,
1: yeah. Puffle! That's what it was. Um, But yeah, it says, out of weight. Another time, I was digging through my mom's closet for a prom dress. Out of nowhere, I hear this nasty animalistic growl right by my ear. I was out of that room so dang fast.
0: He was just trying to help you with your fashion.
1: Later on, <laughs> I was talking. Okay, this goes to a different one.
0: Yeah, let us know if you heard it in your right ear, because that's where Em and I hear it.
1: Which is weird for us, because it's our right ear is usually sp- in the spirit realm and not physically, and that's where usually where dark things are, because they physically manipulate the r- world. I see him like... And the um, door to your, the out of the room was to your left and you darted out. This. That's what he looks like. No one tennis. Though. Venonat? Yeah. Yeah. Venonat. That's Got what he it looks like. Cool. And he literally just made that noise to. Uh, Tell you that you had bad taste. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it wasn't you. And then what? what's in the haunted doll? God, I don't even want to talk about dolls. You're the one that brought up that other doll. We're not talking about it. That's why I had said that other doll. Mm. I don't know. I think there's a woman. The woman just is like, you don't like me. I don't like you. We don't like each other. (laughs)
0: Like me and your tarot woman? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, if you want to burn me, fuck off. Like, fuck you. That's the energy I get from this woman. (laughs) Like, I don't like you. You don't like me. Fuck off. I hate you just as much as you hate me.
0: (laughs) Sounds like a plan.
1: Yeah. And then, hmm, because we talked about the dread, dreadlock guy in yeah. your college dorm. Yeah, I feel like something really bad happened, and because the emotion stayed there, he came there.
0: I get Medusa vibes, but yeah. like he stares at you, and his hair shoots out, and it's not okay. <laughs> so, So, we're going to leave that there.
1: Yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about?
0: I don't think so. I have to go body.
1: Wow. (laughs) If you guys are interested in getting in on the next one, go to the link in the description below. It'll be on our website in the extras tab. Make sure that is original because I will check. But if you guys want to see what we're doing next week, we might talk about mythological beasts. Yeah. So if you guys want a reading, link is in the bio. We are on TikTok. You can also check out other... Listener stories on our YouTube channel.
0: And we'll see you guys. In the next one. You forgot about Patreon. Guys we have a Patreon now. It's great. And uh, you. uh, It gives you access to our discord server. If you are on the OG. Psychic metapsychic or psychic tier. You get to be a part of. A super cool group chat. Of everybody that shares metaphysical. Paranormal and spiritual information. It's basically you wake up. Have an entire group of friends that you could talk to at any time about any super cool stories like the ones we're sharing today or otherwise. And uh, it's awesome. It's a great community. And you all uh, depending on what tier you pick, you can peruse the ones you would be most interested in and uh, you get different perks, like early access to videos. Behind the scenes our secret Instagram friends. So without so- further ado, thank you to our patrons, starting with Ali F., And Mac, Josie, Autumn, Tyus, Victoria, Jenny, Laurel, Brianna, Bradley, Antia, Sandy, Miss Kerr, Christina, Sushi, Katie, Charles, Jen, Holly, Krista, Florence, Abby, and Balake. (laughs) Thank you so much to our patrons. You are making our life so, 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 so cool. We appreciate and love you guys so much. I don't think you guys really understand how cool you are. Uh, but you are that cool and if anyone that is listening to this wants to be that cool and join the sidekick family please do so guys it's great it's so much fun we love you thank you so much and good night we are your meta sidekicks
1: wow so how are my chinchillas they going good they chill down a little let you talk over in the outro I know you do. I know. I know you know. They need an update that I know. (laughs) They were fighting.
0: They're sleeping right now. I think we should just let them sleep.
1: Well, that's when it's best to up on them.
0: Then take them out.